listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith to culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Lara, back again with John and Tom. I'm going to tell you guys, I've been gone for the last two weeks, and I don't know if it's uh, addition by subtraction or if you guys were just having more fun without me, but I'm actually happy to be back, happy to record. <laughs> um, you know, I was, I, was, I was sitting there editing the last podcast, and I'm like, man, these guys, are, these guys are having a great conversation. I wish I could, I could chime in and throw my own two cents, but you guys did a great job without me. And, and I feel like I, I, I owe an, an update. I, we mentioned it during the, the projects and the Someday Project episode, but I have been working in North Carolina to get my house up on the market. And it just went, it went, it got listed uh, this past Sunday and we've accepted an offer. And so we are moving forward and I'm just so thrilled. And it's it's one of those ones where I, I think I, on the podcast, I tend to share a lot of the things that have like made me sad or some of the things that aren't just going so well. And I just wanted to give a real quick praise update and, and say that things are going well. We haven't closed yet, but things are, things are, are moving forward. And but part of the reason I was in such a hurry and part of the reason I was trying to get this house on the market, um, I'm trying to get to California to visit my grandmother. I absolutely love my grandmother. Um, I have a unique story and I think I've shared it before that I was raised by my grandparents. And so it's something that my my boys have never met my grandmother. They've never had the opportunity to go visit her. And so this is one of those things where I, I, I'm just so excited to just let them see the picture, see the room, see the backyard, see the the big tree I used to climb in the in, in the front of the house uh, for the first time, right? And I'm so I'm very excited to get the the kids out to California to to have this opportunity, and I'm sure they're tired. I'm sure they're probably worn thin with the amount of stories that I've shared with them, right? <laughs> and maybe maybe it's um I don't know maybe it's something about being raised by like one previous generation back. But as I've gotten older, I've realized how much knowledge my grandfather shared with me and how many stories and how many little, little tiny one sentence, you know, just, just words that he would say to me and that at the time I, I kind of maybe didn't appreciate, I didn't take into yeah. a, a, how much it was worth. And, yeah. um, and so, John, we were we were actually talking the other day, and I I brought up uh, as 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 I got a, a new coffee machine, and and uh, and uh, I was uh, you know grabbing one of the mugs, and it had a little crack on it, and it actually reminded me, and, I, and I'm not sure if I've shared this story on the podcast, but um, one time I was coming home from practice, and uh, being in Southern California, it is so hot, and so I am dying of thirst. I need water. I need something to drink. Um, and I reach for the first cup I see and it's my grandfather's coffee mug. And I, I don't know, maybe it's a Spanish thing, but this is, this is my grandfather's like it is it, for lack of a better terms, it has been set aside. It is, it has been, it is, it is, it is wholly in his name because this is his coffee mug, but it's the first right. cup I see, right? It is sure. the first thing I see. And I, I, I need, I need a vessel to put my water in. Right. Well, right. I mean, you need it. So I grab this, yeah. I grab this mug, fill it up or coffee cup, fill it up with some ice, throw some water in it. And I lay it on the side of the, uh, the countertop. And it's almost like slow motion. 
I can see the cup just leaning on the edge of the of the of the, uh, the countertop we have there, and 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 I'm I, I can wondering if it's off balance, if maybe I'm just seeing something, but this cup is going over, and we mm. have tile floors, so nothing's surviving. As soon as it hits the floor, <laughs> it is gone, right? right? And so this this mug hits hits the ground, and it just I mean just shatters, right? This thing is done. And I look up and I can hear the footsteps <laughs> coming from the other room, right? I can, I can hear them coming. There's nothing I can do about it. No amount of glue is going to save this cup. But my grandfather comes into the room. He looks and he asks me, he tells me in Spanish, hey, you know, what happened? And of course, you know, I, it, it broke. So I, I said, hey, you know, the cup broke. It, it, it broke. And I remember him taking a big sigh and just kind of looking at me. And he told me, he goes, you know, Michael, when you start saying, I broke the cup instead of the cup broke, then I know you become a man. And at 15, 14 years old, I had no idea what he was saying. You know, it's in, it was in Spanish with a little bit of English thrown in there. And so I'm like, man, that makes no sense. Like, did I miss like a, like a, a Spanish phrase in there or something? Like, what does that even mean? Like, I, like, I, you know, um, but it wasn't until I got older, it wasn't until I, I started realizing the value of that story and how much it meant to me um, as a man and how much I've appreciated the, 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 the story that he was trying to share with me, the, what he was trying to educate me in was something as simple as, as, as taking personal responsibility for our actions. You know, I'm, I'm a big Jocko fan and, uh, you know, he calls it extreme ownership, but this is one of those things where yeah. I, at 15 years old, my mind could not comprehend that. And so tonight I, I kind of wanted to tell you guys just like, you know, uh, those personal responsibility and the stories that we've gained from, from our parents and, and, and from, um, generations before, like those things are valuable if done right. Right. And I, and I think, I think that story just kind of sets the tone for us uh, tonight to, to kind of go into that conversation and, and, and talk more about, um, you know, the things we've learned in life and how we apply them going forward. So guys, let's, let's get into it. What do you, you guys, uh, you guys have heard the cup story before. What, what are your thoughts? I love the cup story and I know he's not Hispanic, but like if they made a movie out of your life, I just feel like your grandfather needs to be like, Grand Torino, Clint Eastwood, <laughs> just just for telling that story. You, you know what's funny about that is uh, is he had a pencil thin mustache. So if you ever if you ever seen uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, he looked one hundred percent like the bad. So if you, if you're going back there, he had that same like dark tone, pencil thin mustache. So yeah, it's funny that the the the, the shared uh, interest there in that in that story. I, nice. Yeah, I just I feel like it is. It's one of those. Kind of stereotypical, like grandfather moments, right? That I don't even know if our own parents get to have like that kind of moment with us. It it seems like just whenever you hear that kind of story, it's always a grandparent to their grandchild mm -hmm. of just this wisdom bomb that goes way over the top <laughs> of their heads, right? But how like the truth yeah. that your grandfather spoke in that moment, right? Of just personal responsibility. And here's how I know mm -hmm. that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how I know that you finally have arrived 
at a point in your journey. And it could be taken definitely as like a, you're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, but to me, I almost feel like here's how I know that you're ready for an invitation mm-hmm. into the next piece. Mm-hmm. Like there is, there is more that you don't realize yet. Mm-hmm. And here's an indicator for you and for me mm-hmm. of what I'm looking for to know that you're ready to take the next step. Yeah. And so I just, I feel like it's just a, it wasn't me standing there with my grandfather in the kitchen and having broken his favorite cup. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's easier to, to say this, but I feel like it's a really cool moment of like, we're on this journey and like, this is what I'm, I'm watching out for. I'm like, yeah. This, like, yeah, for someday you'll get it. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think looking back on it, right. I mean, I, there was a little bit of, um, it wasn't shame, right. It wasn't one of those ones where he like at the time, and maybe I just didn't comprehend it at the time. Um, but I never felt like shame. I I actually think at the time I thought like, what is he even trying to (laughs) tell me, you know? And so looking back on the story and thinking to myself, not only is he the role model, the, 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 the the man uh, model, the, the, the person I'm looking at to, to, to set that example for me. Um, and so I, I look back on that story and like you said, Tom, it is, it is an invitation, right? It is one of those ones like, all right, now I know where the, the bar is set. Now I know where we need to start this adventure and where we need to move forward. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of like, okay, um, not go learn this and come back. It's okay. Now I know where we need to move forward on this. Right. And something that, you know, of course, every step he took after that was, was constant teaching and constant, uh, you know, mentorship throughout, throughout my, my high school years. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it, that story makes me want to have a moment like that, either with your grandfather or mine or somebody's <laughs> grandfather. Like that's just, yeah. that's one of those, if you ever saw the movie secondhand lions, oh, yeah. um, like yeah. I, I want to have, I, I want to have the the man talk mm-hmm. with oh shoot what's the guy's name what's the actor's name I'm totally blanking now um, it was, uh, Robert Duvall and Robert Duvall yes yeah, yeah. Robert Duvall <laughs> that, that yeah. Robert Duvall has this this talk and you never actually get to hear the talk right but it, you just like it always happens off camera behind a closed door <clears throat> but like the kid is aware of the fact that incredible wisdom is being dispensed Mm -hmm. to young men in need. Mm -hmm. And like there, there's a recognition of, I don't understand what's happening, but I know innately that this is something that Mm -hmm. I need. And so whenever I hear you tell that story, it puts me in that same frame of mind Mm -hmm. of, I, I want to be in that kitchen Mm -hmm. getting a talk that I don't fully (laughs) comprehend, but that is inviting me. Right. Cause, cause like you said, it's not, it's not fundamentally shaming. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not even fundamentally disciplinarian. Yeah. It's invitational. Mm-hmm. Right. It's. It's. Let me show you a different way of thinking. Yeah. About yourself and the world around you. Mm. That there is there is a way that you can live, and then there's another way. Mm. And you get to choose. Yeah. Right. And I don't. Know, it's just I love so much about that story, but largely because it, it calls you up into something grander, mm. larger, better, but in a way that, I don't know, it's, just, it, it's Robert Duvall. It's, yeah, it's that yeah. cool grandfather. It's yeah. the, yeah. like you said, Tom, like nobody else pulls off a line like a grandfather like that. And yeah. just, mm-hmm. 
There, there's something cool about that that not only makes me want to experience it, but makes me want to be able to replicate mm-hmm. it. Well, I think, too, what is attractive in the story is that it, we don't often get those positive moments, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like – it's it's so much easier and so much deeper seated our memories of the negative times where mm-hmm. if you know if your grandfather would have come down real hard and it would have been a shaming moment and um you know he called you out as not being a man instead yeah. of inviting you into manhood um you know it, it for for whatever reason that we're wired this way those are the the times that we remember mm-hmm. and so for you to have that story and remember it as a positive formative moment, I think just separates it out from a lot of the other experiences that if we were to sit down for hours and run through our childhood, um, you know, the, the list of positives would be a a lot shorter than the Mm. list of negatives. Um, and so that too is just the, the power of that story and it's positive transformation on your life maybe not in that moment, but as you've carried that, um, you know, into adulthood, uh, just, it just is something I think that we all look for and, and a lot of times realize the lack of, mm-hmm. uh, because, mm-hmm. because we just don't have the sight on those moments in our right. own lives. Not that they weren't there, but we, we just don't, mm-hmm. they don't stick out as much. Yeah, for sure. And, and and looking back on that moment too, thinking about his his just you know ability to be cool in 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 the moment, right? Because oftentimes, like when when my kid's spilling milk, my first reaction is like, "Oh, come on!" And it's it's not yeah. the it's not the cool headed, "Hey, here's a lesson learned" kind of moment, right? Um, you know, I, I often joke going into the um, grocery store. Um, I always, always find an, uh, an, an older guy that's, that's has a great dad joke for me, you know? And, and I remember the last time I was, uh, I was getting ready to take the cart back to the front door and one of the, one, you know, I saw one of the guy, or I was getting ready to grab a cart. One of the guys was, was bringing it back. I said, Hey man, I, I'll take that. No worries. No, no, no need for you to bring it all the way back. He goes, Oh man, I appreciate it. I left some gas in it for you. And I just kind of clicked for a second and I was like, man, that's good. I'm a, I can't wait to apply that. Right. And it's, it's for me, you know, the classic dad jokes and, and, and those lessons right um my big takeaway is 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 also not only you know what i gained from that but the application of being able to pass that that same tidbit of information to my kids like you said right wait for like almost waiting for that moment to be able to say hey i got something for you right here's here's one of the here's the old trusty hammer in my toolkit that i'm about to bestow on you uh um from lessons that i've learned right yeah, it's true. We, you know, we we take those lessons and they're so pivotal in our own stories, right? And it's like I, we accumulate that wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that listening to John sometimes when he's teaching, right? Of like, I, I need to find a spot that I can use that line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it doesn't always work out. No. Right? No. Sometimes sometimes there's a, a fumbled moment, right? I mean, I think that's that's uh, one of those things where you you wait for the prime opportunity and 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 it goes to strike and you know, it's it's funny cuz um just recently um there's been an addition to the cup story. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll we'll call it the uh the, the cup story part 2, right? And so um boys are sitting at the breakfast table. 
we're having i'm making bacon i'm a bacon guy doing doing the bacon doing doing the uh, eggs get the boys their orange juice and they're sitting down orange juice milk it's it's a it's a it's a great saturday breakfast and um i had already i, I think i've already given the cup story maybe to kellen at some point or or you know i've he's heard the story before or he's heard it be told to my friends right and so jonah spills his orange juice orange juice is on the floor and i'm thinking to myself oh man cup's broken orange juice is on the floor this is my time to strike this is my time to apply the cup story and and just lay it all out there and um kellen kind of beats me to it kellen looks over at, at jonah and, and and i guess goes to apply the cup story on jonah on himself but basically calls jonah out and says hey man you broke the cup and I'm like, wait, no, 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 that's not how the cup story goes, bro. Like, that's not how you apply the cup story. He's like, no, personal responsibility. You broke the cup, Jonah. And I realized in that moment how, with a sense of immaturity and with a sense of like not fully comprehending what that moment meant, how it can kind of get twisted, right? And how it can kind of get, I don't want to call it like, you know, and everything's good and things can be perverted. But this is one of those scenarios where I'm like, you, you missed the mark a little bit on this one bud like you 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 understand the the what the equation is but you're not getting the right answer from from something as simple as taking personal responsibility and and i wonder sometimes if i've done that too right if i'm not so much looking to take personal responsibility um or having others take personal responsibility as much as i am trying to get people to 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 blame, right? To say, Hey, you broke the cup. And, and it's, it's one of those situations that as I've gone older and as I've matured and as I've had these type of conversations and, and understood what this story actually meant and how I'm applying, it can be two different things. Right. Yeah. I think, and again, you know, I'm the odd man out here where I don't get the chance to parent on a daily basis, but I did get to spend a decade and a half with other people's kids on a daily basis, <laughs> um, both as a teacher and a coach. And and I was amazed at how often I found myself doing those exact kinds of things, mm -hmm. right? Falling back on the way that someone had taught me, the way that someone had parented me, yeah. the way that someone had coached me, the way that someone had corrected me. And in a moment where, like you said, I, I didn't. I saw the equation, yeah. but I didn't do the math right. Right, right. And you know, I recognized that there was a learning opportunity, but I applied the wrong tool. Mm -hmm. um, that that I, in many cases, I was after correction or I was after blame. Right. Um, and in some cases, and and I would love to say it was just when I was a young teacher or a young coach, but it wasn't only when I was a young teacher or a young coach mm -hmm. that honestly, sometimes what I was honestly after was shaming them into submission right man. um you know just just to resolve the problem in the moment rather than like your grandfather did with that story like pointing you to something down the road and, mm -hmm. and calling you up into something higher and better um that that so often i was functioning out of i i need you mm -hmm. for reasons that either aren't entirely clear in my own mind because i'm not processing the moment well or aren't entirely healthy because I'm not entirely healthy in right. this moment, but I'm, I'm trying to get you to feel what I'm feeling rather there, rather than inviting you mm. to, to become who you are. Yeah. 
and it's good and intentions. That's, that's right? so tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Good intentions. Good intentions. Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same thought process, right? You're still trying to get to the same endpoint as 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 the person who taught you that, right? Um, mm-hmm. But that application, you know, is difficult, right? It, it, the moment yeah. can be. You got to kind of fill the waters, right, John? I mean, I, that's something I think you're. Yeah. You, it, it's hard sometimes, right? And usually those moments are heightened. Yeah. You know, th- those usually aren't moments that are like you're cool, calm and collected for an extended period of time leading <laughs> up to it. And you're calm, cool and collected like that. that yeah. It's it's usually moments of, of heightened emotion or mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. heightened sensitivity or just compressed time. Yeah. Where it feels like a response is needed. And I'm I'm fumbling through my toolbox going, which tool, which tool, which tool, mm-hmm. which tool? I, I got to grab one, you know, and it's just. It's tough. Yeah, and, and, it's and tough. It makes me want to be that cool grandfather. Yeah, and, and you know, one of the things that we're as I'm as we're talking about this, you know, I I wonder if, you know, how much more he had experience wise. Like, who knows? That might have been the you know fifth time he's he he applied the cup thing to to somebody, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> when he was like in his sixties when he when he had that conversation, right? And what you know, I sh- I probably should have went to my dad and and asked him, hey man, what what is he talking about? And had him say, oh, did you break did you break his cup? Because I that, I'm uh-huh. still trying to figure that thing out too, right? So I think about application and and how maybe you know in my um with my good intentions and trying to apply that maybe too early. You know, maybe that's one of those ones where, I mean, don't get me wrong, personal responsibility and taking ownership is, it can be taught at an early age, but yeah. depending on how it's applied can, can easily be, um, manipulated or, or, I mean, I guess taken or absorbed as, as shame, right. Which, which often for younger kids, um, can, can appear that way. Right. I, I know for my second one, when I'm trying to say, Hey man, you know, this is your responsibility and he fails at that. It's sometimes I, I see his mindset of, of, I failed, like I'm not worthless, but it's almost like he has that that self doubt about himself sometimes, and and it's it's one of those things where I'm trying to continue to build him up and t- trying trying to show him the way. But I think like, man, am I am I maybe applying some of these cup stories or some of these cup principles too soon, or maybe maybe just maybe not give it the whole story right off the bat, right? And so I think that's that's going back to what we said right about um, wanting to teach in those moments, but we kind of have to pick those moments, right? And kind of have to understand who's, who's receiving that on the other end as well. Well, And and maybe that's part of the grandfather piece, right? Is there is that second level of, of disconnect, Mm -hmm. right? That, uh, both Mm. in, in years, in generation and, and in all of that of, they're they're applying it from a different place than parents you know i feel like and this is way stereotyping but uh, you know a lot of times parents have that more kind of like frantic energy Mm -hmm. of trying to keep everybody in the guardrails and we got we have to manage all the people at all the times and uh you know and grandparents just have that ability to be one more level separated Although as as I'm putting the, the pieces together, I'm finding it really amusing to think of your grandfather telling this story several times and like <laughs> that particular mug was yeah. not all that important yeah, because he'd sure. broken his mug several times. Yeah, for sure. For sure, right? <laughs> like that was mug five point oh. Right. But that that was the one you got yeah, the story yeah, for. Yeah. World's greatest grandpa again, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, what's funny is is even looking back on that story now, and and you know, I can only I can only think of of 
situations that you're prepared for for a reason, right? And so one of the connecting stories that I often think about is is my grandfather was a father of three sons, right? He had three boys. He raised three boys and and he did it the way he knew how and the way he was taught um, and probably changed some things and applied things differently. But I look back on it and I think to myself, like, there was probably no better man at that time that I needed than my grandfather to teach me things that I'm needing now, right? That as now a father of three, these, these principles that he was teaching me have been so much more, they're gold. I mean, there's no other better way to put it. Like looking back on some of these stories and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, like he raised three boys and then realistically a fourth as I came, as I came in and, and lived with my grandparents. Right. So I, um, I appreciate these moments even ma- more so now than I used to even, even 10 years ago. Cause honestly, like a lot of these stories that I'm sharing now about fatherhood started out as leading young soldiers. Right. I I've told the cup story to, to, you know, Joe Snuffy at, at, at 19 years old, getting ready to deploy, like, Hey bro, like, let me tell you about this cup story and, and why it's important to take personal responsibility in our actions as we go out and deploy. And as we go forward and, and, um, who knows, he may be sharing that cup story too, right? This is, this is one of those ones that I, I think could, you know, carry on. But, um, I, I just, I look back on, on each one of those stories and, and I have a ton of them, but just thinking about how, how they grow. I guess like every, every couple of years as I revisit this story and like, like, as I shared earlier about, you know, application and sharing it with Kellen, like I think to myself, like, man, I'm, I'm going to hit the cup story one day. Maybe, maybe it'll be the third one and it's just going to hit rock solid and, and it's going to land. It's going to land perfectly when it, when it happens. But, uh, yeah, I, maybe it's when I grandfather, maybe when I have my, uh, my grandkids at the house, I'm going to have a, have a, I'm going to have a bunch of half broken mugs ready to, to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to break. So when they fall over, I can come in there nice and nice and cool. Clint Eastwood style. Nice. Yeah, nice. for sure. Uh, I think one of the other things that has made me realize, and again, I, I feel like I've been collecting parenting wisdom, you know, in my preparation for fatherhood for a long time now. And it's just, it's made me realize, I think one, how many people don't get that opportunity because it, it feels like in many cases, kids come fast, uh. right. And, and kids come early and you, and you only know what you know at that point, because whenever you have your kids, you're the oldest you've ever been and you're the <laughs> wisest you've ever been. And, and that's all, you know. Um, but the more that I've gotten to be around fathers, like you guys. And the more that I've gotten to be around older men who are, you know, fathers of grown kids and and grandfathers now, um, I'm amazed at how rarely we get the chance to learn from a wide audience of fathers and grandfathers. Um, you know, there's, there's another guy who's been pretty influential, um, with us and, and I remember him telling stories about raising his kids and I know his kids and, you know, hearing him tell stuff like one of his kids was blowing it in college and he was about to go off and meet him for lunch and read him the riot act. And all of a sudden he sort of got pulled up short by a combination of his wife and God. And this thought came to mind of we bless, we don't curse. And it just, it fundamentally reframed the way that he was about to approach a conversation and it fundamentally reframed the way that he thought about these kinds of situations in general. If this is how I correct behavior, this is how I discipline, this is how I lead. 
right? And it, I, I, I've gotten to hear so many stories like that now over the years. Um, and it just, it makes me realize there, there's few other places I think than in parenting and in relationships where so often it feels like we have to go it alone. Yeah. Like we will, we know that we need to outsource some things around our house because we just don't have all the answers. Right. And as much as I try to do things around here, I, I'm not going to go fiddle around with my HVAC unit if it stops working and be like, oh, I can probably figure it out. Like, no, <laughs> no, call a professional. Um, you know, the same with things that are happening inside of my body. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll try some things if I, if I get an owie or a boo-boo somewhere. But if there's stuff that's wrong, you better believe I'm going to the hospital. And yet so often it feels like in marriages and in parenting, there's just this feeling of, well, I, I hope I have all the tools that I need because there's, there's no more tools to acquire and I'm going to use every tool that I have, but I, I don't know if they're enough. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that I've gotten to hear the cup story, uh, 1.0 and 2.0. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm grateful that I've gotten to hear the, we bless, we don't curse story. I'm yeah. grateful that I got mm-hmm. to hear not only my dad's stories and my grandpa's stories, but other dad's stories and other grandpa's stories that I'm just, I wish I could go back and be a teacher again mm. with the wisdom that I've accumulated and go back and be a coach again. Yeah. And I'm grateful that whenever I do get to be a father, that I'm going to get to use other people's wisdom and not just my own. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about with the bless don't curse. And I think it goes back to what Mike was saying of the power of passing those stories on, because yeah. that has absolutely changed the way that I think about relating to my kids. Mm. Uh, and I'm fortunate enough to have that story and experience told to me mm. earlier than he was able to have it with his own kids. Yeah. Right. Um, and so the, the power that that story can have in my kids' lives. Um, but then we get to this point too of, of having gone through some of those experiences and our take mm-hmm. on those moments in life, right? Like, I feel like this happens with, with kids all the time and it happened with every kid. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's everybody's question. Are you ready? Because for whatever reason, people are at a lack of things to say to you, you know, <laughs> right. when when, <laughs> when you're going to have a kid <clears throat> and even kid number four, are you ready for the fourth kid? Like, are you ready? I, and, and I finally like have gotten to the point where I, I've taken to, you know, telling people like you are as ready as you need to be. Mm-hmm. You're as ready as you need to be. Yeah. And you don't have it all figured out and that's okay because this is going to be a growing experience for you yeah. as well. So you don't need to question whether or not you're ready. Mm-hmm. You are as ready as you need to be today for marriage, yeah. for a kid, for the next mm-hmm. kid, whatever it is. But I didn't have that wisdom, quote unquote, going into first kid, right? You know, I had the gosh, am I, what else do I need to do to get ready? Like, what do we need to do with the house? What do we need to do like for clothes, car seat? I don't know how to take care of a kid. (laughs) And so we just, 
have to, and this goes back to, you know, we were talking about a couple of weeks ago of community. We have to be surrounding ourselves with people that are a little bit further ahead than us, a little bit behind mm-hmm. us. And so that we have the variety of experience that we can pass these nuggets along, not necessarily from grandfather to grandson, but just from friend to friend of, I understand a little bit about what you're going to be experiencing and let me share something that has helped. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and I love the way you put that because the way I was told was you're never ready, which I, so I kind of like, <laughs> like the way you're putting it because it, it's, it's a lot easier to swallow that way. But, um, you know, one of the other things that I'm, I'm taking away from, from this conversation is, you know, I, I always, oh, I really appreciate John, like when we've talked about, um, your love of story, right? Like how much can be learned and how much can be applied and how you've always pushed to, well, what's the story? Like, what is that? And something else that I think I've learned, especially in the last few years is I was just like, man, John must really just like movies and books. Cause he's always talking about stories, <laughs> but it's, it's that second level, right? It's what that really, what are you, what are really, what is really in that story? Story because that's how we're built. That's how we're built to learn. And that's how we're built to to pass on the knowledge that we have. It is through story, right? And so um I like telling stories. I like telling the cup story. And and, and it wasn't until um especially in the last couple of years that, that I've realized like what that what that really means, right? That that to me is a is a family tale that I will tell my boys and hopefully they'll tell their kids or you know maybe i'll have the opportunity to tell them too so um story is important our stories are important these story is important and these collections of stories that we're getting not only through our own experiences but like you said through the lessons learned from others and, and the people within our tribe the people within our community um you know our our our, our treaty with the like-minded kings like these are the things that we learn and apply and i think it's important to share Right. And to pass that along, not only to our, to our next, to our next, uh, uh, next one up, but, but to our, our buddies on our left and our right. Yeah. And I like how you were willing to point out, Mike, that some of these, so many of these stories are descriptive. They're mm. not prescriptive. Mm. Right. It's not like as soon as you get the cup story, you tell the cup story. Yeah. Uh. Right? There, there's, there's a time and a place. Mm-hmm. Right. And the recognition that, you know, your grandfather delivered the story to you at a time when you didn't quite understand it, but you were ready to wrestle with its significance. Right. And then recognizing that there are times where the cup story is not the right story mm. yet. Right. Just like there were, there were times that I was, I was using a good tool when I was a teacher and a coach, but I was using it at the wrong time. Like they, they weren't ready for that one yet. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it wasn't, it just, it, it wasn't a right fit. And, you know, that's always one of the things that frustrated me with, mm-hmm. with teaching and coaching was I just, I wanted those lessons to work mm-hmm. every time I, I wanted it to be like an equation, yeah. right? This situation happens and I insert this story and I get the outcome that I want. Mm-hmm. And, and there's obviously no guarantees like that. And so I, I so appreciate that not only there's the benefit of, of learning, like you said, learning from like-hearted kings and tom like you said from those that are a little bit ahead and those that are a little bit behind because both have wisdom mm. um but also the recognition that we then still have to situationally apply um that it's it's not copy paste as convenient as that would be um but it's it's application right and, it, and it's and it's recognition of where we are and where they are and 
the more that we can learn then it feels like the like you said you're you're never all the way ready but you're as ready as you as you need to be for where you are and yet we get to continue to learn mike thank you for sharing the cup story with us uh both version 1.0 of of how that hit you in your formative years um but then also um you know, the, the lessons that you've taken from trying to pass that story on, um, because I think there's absolutely value in both. Um, and I, I hope that, um, that we've done both sides of that story justice, because I, I know it, it is an important moment for you and, uh, for your masculine journey, but also for your, your fathering journey. Um, so I just really appreciate you sharing that with us on, on the, the episode. Um, and, and I hope that's landed for some of the folks that are listening as well. Um, and, and we'd love to talk about it, um, on our various social media feeds. So go find us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and, uh, and tell us about a moment that you remember from, from one of your grandparents or, uh, a moment that you've tried to pass on <laughs> after your grandparents have left it to you and, um, it went well or maybe it didn't. Um, but we will see you back here next time for another Strong Towers podcast. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers, to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com strongtowers for your chance to score some Strong Tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you back here real soon.